Hello, this is Liberal Arts Loser, a podcast all about what it's like to be a liberal artist. I am Christian Metter, your resident loser, and today you can already hear him. We have a very special guest loser. He's an actor, a writer, a content creator, and all around a great guy, <laughs> Richie Hidalgo. Hey, let's, let's, let's hope I'm a great guy, you know, I could change the perception of everyone. Just kidding. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, hey, Richie. According to Christian, I'm, I'm a great guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this podcast is about me. So <laughs> we're only, <laughs> this is my show now. I decided okay. To take over. How have you been doing, Richie? Um, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, there were, um, during this quarantine, you know, uh, we all have mm-hmm. ups and downs. And I will admit a couple weeks ago, I, I, I had some downs, you know, I was, I was struggling a bit, but you know, I, you have to tell yourself that tomorrow's a new day and you have to get up and you have to push forward. You have to see past all the adversities and the problems that you've had. You just have to hope that something is going to happen to change, to change and to just look on to better things. No, I, I just, I just changed the entire mood of this podcast. But I just, <laughs> I want to, I want to throw that out there. That so those isn't, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's Suicide Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all those people out there that know someone that's struggling, or if you're struggling, like it's okay. So, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying that I was that depressed, but I mean, I, I wasn't doing well. So, I mean, uh, everyone, you know usually normally has those problems but you know it's okay to feel that way and it's okay to talk to somebody and tell them that you're not okay i just want to open i want to open up this podcast by saying that sometimes it's okay to not be okay awesome and we're jumping we're jumping right in with some inspiration yeah, i didn't i did i did not expect to do that it kind of just happened but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect it was perfect there's yeah. always someone there for you don't forget that Yes, you're special. You're unique. So, Richie, I wanted to kind of tell everyone how we met. Do you want to tell the people how we know each other? Oh, disgusting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's just let's get it over with. Yeah. Um, I go to I go to school with Christian. Yes, I am. I am. I am educated in college collegial arts. I attend a university. I study stuff. So yeah, no, I we me me and Christian met at um uh, a play because we were in a show. We both auditioned. We got cast in a show, and it was really good. Uh, Harvey, is the name of the show. It's about a guy that sees a six foot white rabbit, a puka, <laughs> which a puka is an um, Indian Native American term for a spiritual animal that is there physically, but you can't see it visually. You can only really imagine being there, but it's, it is there. It's literally there. So the first, yeah, that's, what? I was going to say the first time we hung out one-on-one, I think, or at least in a small group, uh, the, my first impression of Richie was you pulled out a list of impressions that you do <laughs> and did impressions all night. Wait, when, when was that? Well, we studied lines with, uh, Oh with- yeah. I remember that. That was that was yeah. really fun. Yeah, that's whenever I was I was working on John Mulaney. I was <laughs> practicing. I was practicing. 
I was I was practicing je- the, the the impression with other people. Wow. Yeah. No. I you still got it. <laughs> I well, it never goes away. You know, you get stuck with John. You get stuck with John Mulaney. John Mulaney will be with you forever. So my <laughs> wife is friend. So my wife is friends with this Timothy Chalamet son of a bitch. Oh, he's no. six foot one, and I'm five foot ten. And then it turns out I look him up. He's five eleven. I walk up to her, and she's in her office, and she says, "What are you doing?" And I said, "You, th- you thought he was six foot one? The boy's five eleven. I'm taller than the boy myself." She says, "Okay, why are you so upset?" <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you're welcome. you. That was amazing. So obviously, you are a performer. We already we already gathered that. Uh, I'm kind of shy. <laughs> so tell tell me Richie how did you because I know that you, I've seen photos of you in like elementary school I think middle school and theater so how did you get started how did I in get started? all of that yeah yeah yeah. so um long uh, true stuff <laughs> funny to say that I made a joke myself literally a couple seconds and not being uh open and stuff I I am an extrovert however my family is not my family is a group of introverts um, not heavily, but like a lot of them, I just like cannot more to themselves or family people, you know, we get together for, you know, food and stuff and that's pretty much it. But, um, I, as my parents had, uh, me at a young age, they saw me and they're like, we don't want him to be like that. Like they, they were like, we want him to be open. And my dad was like, what if we just made him audition for a bunch of shows? Like, let's just make him do it. Let's go. And so, um, yeah, I was like three. I was like three years old and I started doing a bunch of shows. I started uh, competing in a bunch of events and honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. I was too young to comprehend these things. So I had no shame. I did not understand that there were people watching me. I just did things and people were like, Hey, you're pretty good. You should be in this like school for creative arts. And so I did that for like, I think seven years maybe. And then um, I started doing improv troops when I was like maybe 10 years old started doing shows in my school of course during the during that time I was in a middle school which um, the theater was not heavily um, involved into the school program because you know this is Texas yeehaw and here <laughs> in Texas we don't like theater we like sports we like football even though that the schools don't have any talented people to play sports so forget about that anyways um, <laughs> yeah no, I, I got into a lot of shows um, maybe my sixth grade, seventh grade. And during that time, that was more like when I started becoming friends with more people, that was Mm -hmm. around the time when I really realized, you know what? Like, I kind of enjoy this. Like, this isn't just like a side thing. Like, this is just, this Mm -hmm. is like something that I genuinely like. Maybe it's because I had been doing it for a while, but also maybe it's because it's, it's, it's something that I got to think about. And so I was like, you know, I kept doing my thing. And there was this show, it was in seventh grade, there was a show called Artie. It was about a boy with Down syndrome and he gets bullied and it's a very, very sad show. It's very moving. It's, it's so, so, so unique and special. And I really wanted to be Artie. Conditions, I went full out. They, they asked me to read him, I would do that. I would do everything I could. And I did really well. I usually I'm not a cocky person. Like being being legitimate, I'm not talk about myself. But if if I were to get up now, I think I 
I think I did pretty well. I think I did the best that I could. And uh, yeah, a lot of people complimented me after the audition. Sure enough, uh, this casting day comes out, Cassis pops up, I run to go see. I am an ensemble person. I mm. I was at the very bottom of the list. Mm. I was devastated. I was so sad. And they gave it to somebody who I respect very much. He's a very good friend of mine. However, I did not think at that time he was a good actor. And also his mother was very good friends with the director. So I saw that there was some bias in there. And that was the first time that I realized that the industry that we're in is not going to be fair all the time. It's going to throw some curveballs. It's going to teach you that the world is cruel out there. And that mm. was the first time that I cried for my art. Maybe because I was selfish, but also at the same time because I wanted it really bad. So looking back at that, I have to say that that, that moment there was one of the reasons, one of the best moments in my life. Because I took that and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be sad. I'm not going to feel bad about myself. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be the best ensemble person that I can be because that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to be. That's what I am. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to make it into something good. So sure wow. enough, I was, I, I, I memorized the crap out of my stage directions because I didn't have any lines. <laughs> and I, uh, I would always ask the director, Hey, like, what, what can I do to be better? What, what can I do? And they, and she would be impressed and thoroughly. Yeah. Um, sure enough, like the year after when I was in eighth grade, yeah, we, me and the director became very good friends and we just talked about everything. She would ask for my opinion for a lot of different stuff, like direction wise, because we just, we, she, she respected my opinion, which means a lot to me. And we still are very good friends. We haven't talked in a while, but, um, if I were to literally just pop up in her life at one point, we would just both embrace with open arms. She's a great person. I uh, consider her a very old mentor of mine. And uh, yeah, it's moments like that um, that really shaped me into the person that I am today. And uh, yeah, I've been doing shows, you know, in high school, outside of school. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I still work and grind today. I make music now. I make music on Spotify, which was almost was pretty yeah no it was it was pretty much an accident my friends just um <laughs> my friends were just like uh messing around on snapchat groups and they dropped this little stupid mixtape on soundcloud <laughs> and it, it wasn't even it wasn't even public it was just a private like unlisted song for us to listen to and it was the funniest thing and i was like i can do that and then i put that and then people were laughing but then somebody told me i don't remember somebody dm me and they were like wow that was actually really good and i was like really and they're like yeah i was like what if we just kept i was like like, what if we just kept doing this so yeah like yeah i make music now on so sorry i don't mean to take it back but with god damn it christian what the hell (laughs) <laughs> so when you were talking about that story and was it from with acting was it from that moment on you just never thought of anything else that you wanted to do or you just always dead set on being an actor being in that business no I mean there's been times where another hardship has obviously come around and not only I get upset but I think you know is this the right is this the right path for me 
like I'm just like this is getting so hard I was like like dude, am I in the right spot and that was mm-hmm. wrong for me to think about because like I need to have that I need to have that confidence to where I should not even have any doubts about that because the moment that you think about that it's over like your mind has already overcome yourself and you can't let that you can't let that you can't let that happen if this is really what you want to do you got to go full out and you got to just make mm. something make something of 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 what you want to do and you know it's it's you we, we're all human so i think that you know if you have those thoughts sometimes it, it is okay and i i i am human and i will admit i have had those thoughts and you know back then when, <laughs> i mean a long time ago i used to i i wanted to be an astronaut that was what my <laughs> job that's what i wanted to do and then I saw the movie Apollo 13, and I was like, "Wait, they, ha- they have to do math." And my mom was like, <laughs> "My mom was like, yeah, that's like 60 percent of what astronauts do." And then I was like, "I don't want to be an astronaut." <laughs> and so yeah, no, that uh, my opinion totally changed about that. But yeah, no, um, yeah. Then I was like, when I was like acting, wait, you can be an astronaut? You can be anything <laughs> and so i was like yeah it's a compromise you can do whatever you want depending on what you pick so i don't know um i mean i i say like if if you want to do something in the arts uh neil patrick harris because uh i i heard him say one time you have to like be versatile and you have to mm-hmm. throw yourself out there. Do everything you can. Don't be. Don't limit yourself to one thing. That's that. If you do as much as you can, that's what's going to get you more noticed. Well, I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you said that because whenever I was preparing for this, all I was thinking the whole time was Richie is doing so much stuff. Like you're just not finding one thing to do and sticking there. Like you're constantly creating and that's when i also you have a youtube channel with friends no nevos um so i wanted to talk about that too because there's so much content on that channel (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. we um subscribed to none of us um we we started i think in 20 yeah so a year ago what the heck am i thinking yeah we started a year ago pretty much a little over a year ago and the idea, we, we had the idea, I think, like, God, probably like four or five years ago. We've been, me and my friend Aaron, um, we're the creators of the show. We had talked about doing this for a long time. Ever since we became best friends, we were like, we should do a YouTube channel. And he was like, what would it be about? And I was like, I don't know. What if we just did like skits and stuff? And like, that's how like, the widest kids you know started that's how like a bunch of um a bunch of uh, like we we wanted to be like flight of the concords like just uh, like a skit music like uh group kind of thing and we found this other girl from high school leah murray who was on high who was our friend in high school and she could play the piano like no other woman on earth she was amazing <laughs> and she's so good and she can write music and stuff so we decided to like um, put our minds together and we did like a little band thing. We were a band for a year and um, it was, I, I would say it was pretty successful. We had two performances live. 
um, we oh, we had a lot of songs that we wrote. One of them was just fueled by like pure ideas. Like we 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 wrote a song in like thirty minutes. I remember one time that was insane. <laughs> that was I mean like creative wise that was one of the best experiences I've ever had in a span of short time. But um, we had to part ways uh, unfortunately a while back because just um it was getting hard for julia to um like drop she 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 goes to tcu so just mm-hmm. like we started having creative differences like every band usually does and um yeah she she had to drive uh, kind of a distance sometimes and i had to do so we just figured like we could come back at some point in the future but right now i think we just needed to take a step back but fortunately we were like well now this is our time that we can work on the channel so we started right. focusing more on videos, which now we post every Wednesday, and uh, and now it's spooky season, so we're getting ready to post some really good content. Hopefully, we um you know mostly we're a we're, we're a comedy channel, but um for those viewers out there that are planning to look at our channels, like the the stuff that we're going to be posting in the next couple of weeks is. To be, I'm, I'm, I know this is very biased coming from me because I'm one of the creators of the show, but, <laughs> but I will say, like from the bot, like to being completely honest, the next stuff that we're going to be posting is different, is the most different things that we've ever done. Like it, we are, we're about to get into some realms that like it's not funny. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be very serious, and one of them is gonna be very creepy. So I'm very excited. Um, we have a new team. We got like six new people on board and they're all so good, so funny, so creative. And like, just me thinking about it right now, like I just, I, I'm about to like freaking like just pee myself because I'm so happy right now. <laughs> this, this group is like amazing. And honestly, like I, I couldn't be happier with the new people and stuff. And honestly, Christian, like if I ever need like an like a like a featured guest, I could just ask you because Absol- like, absolutely, you know yeah, I'd be there in a second. Yeah, no, I mean none of us is none of us. So like we have like you know like our solidified group, but we 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 split our our series this up into like seasons. So we mm. we we go from what I think September to May or June. We haven't decided when we're gonna and then like kind of have like a little mini hiatus so that we can like film right and like just prepare for the next season but when the next season comes and when we have like more ideas and stuff like what we're probably going to either like either add a new member or like uh like have scheduled like like special members and stuff so like you're always welcome christian and then like anyone else that you know because like we want to be like a faceless kind of a unified group to where like it's like it's like a it, it's it's like, we're not one person we're like we're all one <laughs> we're like a group of right. one i don't know that's that's what we've wanted and you know like it's we're a democracy you know we have no leader so, so uh, um, you've already touched on it some but i was very curious because there's so many people on none of us because i when i look through it it's like different people all the time and um there's so many videos I, and you've already touched on that you and um, some other people write, but how does that creative process go? Does it, one of you have an idea and you write it together. Do you write something out on your own and present it? Yeah. 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 So um, every once in a while uh, 
we set up like a zoom meeting or like some sort of um like some call we like set it up and like we all get on and like we have we talk about the agenda we're like hey guys so like this is what's coming up um does anybody have any ideas for like um any future projects uh we all go around we say like what we're doing right now and we kind of just like you know talk at first so that we can like um get everyone's perspective for how we're feeling and how's everyone doing and how we feel the channel is going and stuff um we're gonna start coming up with this we want to come up with this idea to where because we have a group chat to where we're all gonna um we're, we're gonna send in ahead of time our next project and we're all gonna look at it and we're gonna talk about okay what worked and what did and we're gonna basically say like okay so like if there's a way that we can change this and this that it will be solid and that's that's kind of what we're gonna start implementing and doing we haven't really done that yet but that's something that we want to do going forward ahead of time so that um it can be approved by you know everyone even if they're not in the video but um you know my friend uh my friend drew i had talked about him uh because because i was talking to my friend uh james and james is he's not he hasn't been in a sketch that is uploaded yet However, he is going to be in two episodes coming up this year. And so he had told me, he was like, dude, you need to get Drew to write something. He was like, Drew is hilarious. And he is. Like, I, it's mm -hmm. not just coming from him. Drew is creative, creatively wise. I don't even know if that's, that makes sense. But creative wise, Drew is one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's insanely <laughs> funny. He finds creative ways to make people laugh. That's the best way that I can put it. So I talked to him, I think, I think a couple weeks ago, I was like, you should write this really funny skit about like this family um, that are like Jewish and they're in the North Pole and it's Christmas, except they're celebrating Hanukkah and the North Pole. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, okay. And he did it and he sent me, he didn't send it to me, but he told me about it. And it's so funny. And I think the funniest part is I didn't expect him to do it. Like he, he actually like, <laughs> he took the time, <laughs> he took the time and he actually wrote it. So like uh, the fact that these people are not only creative, but they're also committed and they're also willing to make that next step. And they all want to put in the effort to make something, make something unique and special. And I really appreciate them for that. Like they're so good, all of them. They they they're they're adding something that wasn't there before, most definitely. Absolutely. Um, I'm just commemorating like all the members. Like all of them are just they're all just so special. Like I can just go down the line. Like my friend uh Sean, he's one of the members on there. He um he, he he's like an acrobat like he can do backflips and stuff and he can like freaking juggle he can do all this stuff he's trying to be a writer and there's a script that he wrote uh, with drew and he's very very talented he's it's it's super funny um we have um this girl named tess she her timing is perfect and she's also a perfectionist just like me so whenever we're done with a shoot she'll be like hey can we do it again and i will always be down for that um, of course the camera battery, but I mean, at the same time, like, you know, like I always appreciate that. <laughs> and then, um, we have, uh, Lindsay, she's another actress on there. And, um, we had her on the podcast a lot of, like, because she wasn't, she was unfortunately not in the trailer, but I mean, I love 
Lindsay's enthusiasm. She's so bubbly and so different from everybody in the cast or the squad or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you call us. But um, yeah, no, she's she's so she's so special and like her positive energy is like always accepted. And I love James because um, James is honest and he's the one of the most honest people I have ever met in my entire life. I knew when I saw his work, I knew like without a doubt, I was like, I have to get this guy on board to do this because not only he'll bring authenticity and nuance to the roles that he brings, but that man is fucking honest and he tells you how it is. And like, like I, I respect that. I appreciate that because all my life I've been told I I've been catered to. And I hate to say that because I mean, I mean, at the same time, I know to an extent that I am good and I can be better, but nobody has ever come up to me and said, Richie, that really sucked. However, James told, tells me that he tells me, Richie, this was not good. Okay. I don't care what you think. This wasn't good. And it doesn't hurt my feet. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I love that. I love that about this guy because not only he tells you that he doesn't tell you to put it down. He tells you because he loves you and he tells you because he wants you to get better. And he gives me reasons how it can get better. That man is a saint. He's saving lives. And for him to say that, most definitely, I was like, this man is a ride, a ride or die. Man. This dude is like freaking Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious. He's all family. <laughs> you got to do it for the family. I know that a lot of listeners are probably not going to know who these people are, but me well, as someone I, who knows them, it's I, very I, entertaining to hear. I, yeah, I apologize for going down this rail of just like naming random people, but I, I'm just, I'm so enthusiastic about the way the route that we're going you know and i and i'm naming all these people that you know if you subscribe to us which is this this is not a like a like in some sort of like <laughs> subscribe to us now or die no it's not one of those things it's just like i i i i'm a content creator and um people that i work with they're not like my workmates i don't see them as like people that i work for or work with they're my friends. They're my they're my second family by nature, and um, yeah, I really appreciate them for their work. And um, I don't know. Do you want do you want to do you want to change the subject? Or do you we wanna... can. I I mean, I was enjoy. We, this can be one of those things. Subscribe to Richie's YouTube channel, or you will die. None of us. N O N A V O S. It can be in all caps, or it can be all lowercase. Whatever you want. Just, just, just put it in the search bar. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just and then hit subscribe. Yeah, just yeah, just do it or it'll fucking kill you. All right, everyone. <laughs> okay, so you you've already talked about your music a little bit about the band, which I had honestly I forgot about the band. I, that was exciting you to talk about it. I remembered that you had been in a band, but um, I specifically wanted to talk about your music that came out recently. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the music. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, um, I had been doing, you know, music, I think seven months now, which is insane. I mean, it went so fast, like literally the blink of an eye. And um, yeah, I'd been messing around. I recorded most of my first songs, like literally just through my phone. And I 
just change the audio a little bit so it can be a little more distorted and it can sound like a, a like a like a like a mixtape and it sounded terrible but then i got a <laughs> microphone i got a microphone i got just everything so i could get set up and uh i built myself a mini studio in my house upstairs and which is where i am now but um i decided you know with everything going on right now and, and this is this is during like june this is whenever like shit hit the fan like like george floyd and then corona was like like through the roof i mean like it was bad people were like protesting and then like the looters were looting and that's that's whenever everyone just got like really angry and rightfully so but i i looked at it and i was like everybody's doing the same thing and i felt like if i did that number one i didn't want to protest because you know the virus was terrible during that time and i just didn't trust the crowds but number two i felt like my voice didn't matter and i know that sounds very mm. depressing but at the same time i was like what can i do that's different than what everyone else is doing and so i decided to get most of the people that i had previously mentioned um prior to what we were, we're talking about now and i uh including christian christian was a part of this too and I, I said, let's let us let's just make not just an album, not just a series of music. Let's make an experience. I want these people to listen to what's going on this year, because what is happening should not be happening. Number one, it was inevitable because out of everything that had not been done up to now. Obviously, it was going to happen at some point. It just, worst case scenario, it all just ultimately just came crashing down literally in June, specifically. But, I mean, overall, I, I took that as, a, as, a, as, as the best that I could. And I was like, you know what, let's, I decided to make a piece of music. Not mm -hmm. a piece of music, but like I, I, I collectively... Like uh, I'm about to say this, like it's extremely easy, but um, essentially I composed 13 pieces of music, 13 tracks. I put them together. I remastered them with my own technology, um, and I wrote lyrics or a script to them. And I just got a bunch of my friends, and I was like, "Let's let's sh let's let's show show the world that they need to wake up." and uh, yeah, I made an album. It's called Aurora, an unexpected tangent of political issues. The entire thing is on SoundCloud right now. Um, I'm trying to get the rest of it on Spotify. Um, one I song, had, yeah, one I saw song, you had one song on Spotify. <laughs> one, one, song, one song is on Spotify right now. However, um, due to some... Due to some technical issues, I, I, I've been trying to get the rest of it on there at some point. Um, hopefully, I can get the rest of it there before Election Day, because that is my goal. But um, what what I, I, I didn't do that for myself. I didn't do that for, for, for any, anyone else, really. I, I did it for the sake of art, because we as artists really need to like 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 what's our reasoning behind this you know what i mean like what when we do something like what's our purpose what is the message that we're trying to convey and 
clearly I had a specific message when I did that. I'm usually not a, I'm usually not a political person. I'm really not. But when, when that stuff started going on this year, I was like, Oh hell no. I was like, really in 2020, I was like, that is no, I was, I, 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 wow. I got like, I got pretty upset. And I mean, I think everyone did, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, just, yeah, I, I, it is getting a little better. Um, however, we all need to vote because I think, uh, you know, that's, that's all we can do now. So I say, um, you know, if you guys want to listen to the music, you can go on SoundCloud, Richie Hidalgo, or, I mean, if you don't want to do that, you can just go vote. That will be, that will be just enough for me. If you guys go vote, that will that will change everything. Just yeah. please, God. I mean, like I, I I I can only hope for the best, you know, in the situation that we're in right now. Because like, who knows what's gonna happen? You know, we we right. really don't we really don't know. We really don't know because we're not in charge. We only see this going on. And right. the and the worst part is, there's a lot that we don't know. And I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist or ever. But I mean, I, 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 I mean, we don't know. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Like there's, there's, there's only so much that we know and there's a lot that they don't want to tell us that's going on. So, I mean, this is, this is bad, but I feel like there's a lot that we don't know that they're not telling us. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I wish I could say I was joking about that, but honestly, I'm not. Well. So. I also agree with that. So <laughs> there, I do. I really think that um, if anyone, who, if you're listening to this, that you should go listen to to that music. And I also want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be involved in that because I think a lot of people, when everything started happening this year, a lot of people felt a call to action that maybe they hadn't felt before. Um, and it was really exciting because I was doing things on my own, but it was exciting to be able to be a part of that with um, another group of people. So thank you for letting me be involved with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I just, I, I wanted, I wanted, I didn't want to do this by myself. I felt like, you know, my voice alone would not be heard. So I got a whole bunch of people and, um, you know, promotion wise. I mean, I, I, I was mostly, I, 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 I have my thoughts on how it all turned out like together as the final process came out, but like, I'm so my, the best thing was like whenever fourth, cause they, I released it on 4th of July on SoundCloud. I was more than surprised when everybody that was a part of it started promoting it on Instagram. Like that made my mm-hmm. day. Like that was the nicest thing. Nobody had to do that, but they decided to help out a fellow artist. Now that sounds like, it's just like, thanks for helping me out, dude. Like, no, like, I mean, um, that's not what I mean. What I mean is like, I think whenever there's a difference between saying you're going to do something and then like actually doing it, like right. you, you, can, you can be like, Hey dude, let's collab. And then the other guy's like, yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. And then like, are you going to do it, bro? Like, are you actually going to get around to it? Like this guy is, is offering you. A chance to be a part of something now whether you're going to take that opportunity that's up to you but and that's, I that's also, 
I also think that you created something that everyone was proud to be a part of. So um, I think everyone was excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, everybody. I, I, I wanted to have a listening party, but I never got around to that because of Corona. But, you know, right. uh, I, I think it's okay. I'm happy with, I'm happy with basically how it turned out. Um, I know that I'm really young, so I, I, I don't really think as far as like how it all turned out, it really matters. You know, there was only so much that I can do. And because I rushed it, because we had, you know, as little time as possible, I wanted to just get it out there. And I know that's not the case because usually most albums in the industry take a year. So I Definitely, it took less, way less time than how it usually would take. So I, I'm happy with how it turned out, and I, I, I'm, I'm more than happy with the people that followed up on me. You know, because I reached out to, I think at least fifty people. I reached out to fifty people, and I was like, "Hey, I want you to be a part of this." They either number one responded back to me and said they'll do it, and they did. Number two, they responded back to me, said that they will do it. They didn't. Number three, they did not respond at all. So <laughs> Christian was number one, one of those number one people. And to me, in my heart, they are number one because they were willing to help out their fellow artists. And they don't just need – and I'm bringing up it to me again. They don't – they need to do it to other people, you know, people that – people that aren't noticed that much, you know, people that don't have that voice, you know, and that's, that's why I did this in the beginning in the first place, because we need to, we're, we're, we're speaking out injustice for people that don't have that voice, you know, that feel that they're alone and they're not, it just feels like it because the world is fucked up. The world is a terrible place. So we're giving that extra voice so that people can feel like they're being heard. Mm. Yeah. That's what I gotta say. That's yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess I also wanted to talk about because you wrote those songs. You wrote, you write for Nonavos. What else do you do? You do other writing? Because I know that we've talked briefly about writing and all of that. Is are there any other projects that you're working on? Oh, you think I do more? What do you think? I you think I don't have a life or something? God, I mean. I think this is all I do. Yes, it is all I do. So, yeah, (laughs) I have a lot of projects actually that I'm working on. Um, Believe it or not, I I mean, I I woke up this morning and I I had an idea for a script and I'm currently writing it um, today. So um, I feel really good about that, especially because, can you hear me? Yes, yeah. Okay, okay, sorry, I apologize. Uh, But no, um, yeah, no, it's crazy because I... I have not had an idea for uh, a comedy script in a long time, but I'm really excited because this idea is, I think it's okay. So I'm like writing it out. I, I uh, usually what I do is um, to challenge myself, especially when I was on fire, when I'm on fire, I can come up with a script pretty much for like days on end. Like I can come up with like seven scripts, like, over and over and over for like day after day after day. I can just, I can just grind them out. Now, if it's good, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> usually the, the concept is good. And then, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to come up with an ending, but um, the point is that like, you know, um, you're not going to, you're not going to get better if you don't try. So mm-hmm. I, the reason why I, I practice all the time 
is because I want to get better. I want to have, I want to, you know, I want to make something funny because I think I'm a funny person. It's just, I think it's whenever somebody, whenever somebody says like, Oh, I want to make a funny comedy script. Okay, cool. Like what cut, what type of comedy do you like? Well, you know, I like subversive dark comedy. Okay. Well then do a dark comedy script. It's a lot harder than you think, dude. It's a lot harder because you have to, at the, you have to make what you're doing. Um, you have to, you have to have a specific point, but at the same time, you have to find a way to pretend to all different audiences or else it's only, gonna, it's only going to work for a specific type of group and it won't hit that well. And, and you have to be careful because there might be a specific type of humor that you have that it's only going to be funny to yourself, which I mean, that's, that's cool and all. But if you want to get out there, dude, find a group of people, like set them down, then not do you physically, just like send it to them and just be like, hey, like, what do you think of this? But it's it never, it never hurts to ask somebody else for their opinion. It doesn't mean that mm. you're bad. It doesn't mean that you're bad. But if you're going to throw something out there for a bunch of people, three or four people won't hurt compared to millions that's the way that i'm looking at it and you have right. to trust the people that you know that they're telling you the truth and that they're going to give you good opinions rather than just trusting in yourself now you do have to trust in yourself but what i mean is that four or five opinions is much better and much more different than one and you know you don't have to go with all of them you can just pick and choose what you think would be best for the project that you're trying to convey and say like, okay, well this person, you know, I think he was right in this part, but I, I think necessarily I'd like to keep this part of the narrative. And so, I mean, you're a writer, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, guys, Christian is a writer. And from what I've heard, she's a very fantastic writer. I've yet to, I've yet to really dive into some of her scripts and stuff, but I mean, I think she, I think she kind of understands what you, what, whenever you're a writer, you can't, the, the problem is, you know, ego sometimes, especially when you're on a roll, like you might think, Oh yeah, I'm the best writer ever. But then like, you might send it to somebody and they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so like, it's just, it's a lot of perspective to think of whenever you write this, you have to like not read it as yourself. You might have to read it as like, either a stoic critic or just, I don't know, just not yourself. That's, that's something that I have to think about sometimes when I'm reading my own script. And it, it really works whenever I sit down and I read something that I've written like a year ago compared to like something that I wrote like now or am writing. Me and my friend uh, Aaron were writing um, a horror slash dark slash like comedy right now it's it's going really good i mean like there there's a there's a part in the in one of the scenes where like we were reading it and literally we we both started crying like it just happened like i've mm -hmm. that's never happened to like that's never happened to something that I've <laughs> i literally started like like tears welled up in my eyes and i started crying because it's it's i don't know i it's just what he did I didn't write that part. He did, but I mean, I am very impressed and I'm also very excited with how it's going. That's really all I can say about that script. But I mean, like, 
it's just weird. To, it's just weird to think like if you really practice, if you really put in the work, it's mm-hmm. gonna show. Especially when you look at something like from before, after, before, after, before, after. Hi, Billy Mays here with <laughs> with horror scripts. <laughs> yeah, Billy Mays writes writes horror scripts now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, so you do like, I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff. I know I keep saying that, but you really are. And I'm, I'm doing someone- I'm doing not enough. That's the way that I'm looking at it. So, yeah. So I guess I wanted to like, what, what headspace do you have to put yourself? Is there any advice that you give to someone who um, wants to do all these things, wants to diversify themselves as an artist, but who might be getting burnout or just not feeling like they can handle everything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I told you a story in middle school. Uh, about like <laughs> my past. I'm gonna tell you another story. This is in high school. This was my freshman year. So uh, yeah, it was my freshman year. So I was in a play. It was called Almost Maine. If you're a theater person, you probably know the show. It's it's. I think it's <laughs> yep. it's, done, it's done fairly often. If you're in high school or in middle school, where, wherever. It it was it was pretty good. I would say my I was Randy. So I was like the, the it, it was like the two guys or whatever, the third country guys. So yeah, the show went really well. Um, yeah, you know, I bonded with everyone. And then the musical was coming up. They were doing Adam's Family. We were doing Adam's Family that year. And um, I didn't want to do it because I had never done a musical before. I had never even sang before. I never, like... I never, I, I, I would like hum to myself, but I wouldn't, in my life before then, I was never conscious of the fact that I was, I sang anything at all. So I didn't want to do it because I was scared pretty much. I was a pussy. And my friend Aaron was like, hey, you'd be really good at this. Like, I want you to try. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I can do this. He was like, come on, I'll do it. And this dude had never sang before. Not only he ha- had he never sang before, but he had just started theater like two years ago because mm-hmm. I, was, I was the one that recruited him. In eighth grade, <laughs> in eighth grade he was going to be in – our director wanted him to be in this play because um, it was a show about twins – and he looked kind of sort of like this other dude. And he didn't, he never did theater. He, they just wanted him to be in the show because he kind of looked like this dude. And I was like, yeah, do it. And I recruited him and he was terrified more so, but he became, you know, a really good friend of mine. Just, it, it, it just, it just clicked. Something was different and he was willing to try that. And so it came around full circle and we kind of had that same moment like we did a year before to where, I recruited him and now he's recruiting me whenever the musical was coming around and he had that confidence. And I was like, you know what? Fine. If he's really going to do that, fine. I'll do it. And sure enough, I mean, I got in, I got into the ensemble, but I got called mm-hmm. back. I got called back for, for Gomez and I was a freshman and I was, it was like literally down to the wire. It was like either me or this other dude. And the other dude got it because he was like a junior. 
But I mean, I didn't care. The fact that, that I was in it, that like that was an accomplishment for me. I was so happy. And honestly, the show was amazing. Like the show was really good. Uh, my friend Aaron was Lucas, so he had a very mm-hmm. good role. And um, I, I got a little sidetracked. But what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be obstacles. There's gonna be things that you're gonna look at and you're gonna be like. Like, I don't see myself doing that. Like, I didn't see myself making an album. I didn't see myself making music. I didn't see myself voice acting or writing scripts. I didn't see myself doing that. You never know what's going to happen in your future. You have to appreciate art for how it is because you never know if you're going to do it, if you become friends with somebody that does it, and they say, hey, why don't you get a part of this? I'll I'll offer you this. Not only, not only, not only you become friends with that person, but that person's gonna start offering you stuff. You'd be stupid to deny that. Because what if that guy's super talented? You're gonna open doors. You're gonna open yourself new doors if you communicate with people, become friends with new people, and you find a medium. Find a medium to go out and and be courageous. Be bold. If you don't be bold, that is the biggest mistake that you'll ever make. Because then you'll be you'll be in the future 50 years from now looking at yourself and questioning why didn't you do it? You don't know you you you, you could make multiple mistakes and Maybe maybe the product would be different than what you thought it was going to. But would you rather do that and maybe a new door will open and you'll get better at your craft? Or would you not even want to take the offer and you'll be regretting it for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. That's that's something that that's something that I think about every single time something new comes to fruition. And I look at where I've come and I look at where I am now. And then I look at where I want to be in five years. That, I can't believe you just said that, Richie. My next question, Jen, it really is. I was going to say, I'm going to ask you a dreaded question. What are you going to be doing in five years? I want to be the best at what I do in five years. I want to... I'm 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 thinking about moving in with some friends in Austin in, when I when I'm graduated. Uh, I don't know about grad school. I haven't really thought about that. I might not do it, but really want to move into Austin with some friends. I don't know how long that's going to be, but depending on where this goes, I want to either go to New York or I want to go to LA. However, mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want anything to stop me from a different opportunity for me to go somewhere. Right. I, like I said, I want to be the best at what I do. So if something is going to change, if, if something will change its course to where it's like, Oh, surprise, surprise. I might have to stay in San. I mean, I might have to stay in Austin like for the next five years because like, what if like, cause I heard radio's pretty good over there. So, I mean, um, I thought about radio. I thought about everything. And legitimately, I've thought about everything except housing. Don't know how I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to get a job. <laughs> but, um, no, I. 
I want to, I want to do everything and I have so little time the way that I'm looking at it. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to really, really, really dare I say schedule and plan out and organize. (laughs) So I guess to all, to those of you that feel like the future is scary, it's not because you've made it this far. Look at how far you've become. Look how look how far you've come. And if if you really want to take the next step forward, just think about what it took you to get to where you are now. And just break it down piece by piece and say it's gonna get better. It's gonna get easier. Because I'm more experienced. I'm smarter. And hopefully, and I'm, and I'm better. Yeah, tell yourself you're better. Even if you're not, it's okay. My teacher, um, Dr. Greer, yeah, I just called out. I just called her out. Yeah, she better watch this. Um, she told me once in uh, Voice and Movement, be bad. Be as bad as you want. And it's such a simple quote, but I love it so much. It takes the pressure away from you you look at it and you're like wow like it, it's it's i don't like i i i could have never said it any better for somebody that for somebody in her caliber to say be bad like that's that's if someone gets anxiety like pressure stress that is the perfect way to dilute all that take it all away and say like it's okay to mess up because you're gonna get there. Could be longer than the next guy, but you're gonna get there. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you get to your goal and you're gonna get there. If you try, you will succeed at some point. You'll get there. And everyone around you, they're here to help you. So that, it, it reminds me of, I'm sure everyone's heard this at some point or another, but if you're looking to go into any sort of entertainment, anything in that theater film world, uh, you can't do it because you imagine it as this cushy life where you have your own little beautiful home <laughs> and you're booking jobs every week. You have to be able to enjoy the struggle. <laughs> have to enjoy the struggle because there's gonna there's gonna be months on end where you get nothing so yeah you, they only talk about oh ryan reynolds has like this new movie coming out ryan reynolds has this new thing coming out like nobody talks about the struggle that he had to that he, he ryan reynolds has come a long way i mean the man <laughs> he's always he's always been in a lot of movies but his movies were not good back then. Like, say what you want. I mean, the man has come a long way. He's a fantastic actor. I respect the heck out of him. Sylvester Stallone, the man was homeless. He was mm-hmm. homeless, living in his car. He comes up to Hollywood. He's like, hey, I have this idea for a script. Paramount was like, what the hell are you talking about? You're a nobody. Get out of our face. He says, I have the idea. I have your next blockbuster idea. It's called Rocky. They look at it. 
they're like, okay, well, you might take the chance on it, but we're just going to use your script. And he's like, but I want to be the main character. And they're like, that's the dumbest idea ever. Nobody cares about you. You're short and no one knows who you are. Sure enough, he finally just keeps pushing them over and over and over again. Says, if you don't make me the lead character, I'm, I'm not letting you take this script. And I will press for charges if you do. They look at it and they're like, we'll give you like $10,000 or something like that to like just for a salary. And sure enough, Rocky is like one of the greatest movies in the 70s. The man was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor for, for Rocky. I mean, like that is, that is a fantastic story. And that just shows you that, like, you know, anyone can do it. It's not going to be easy, but, I mean, going to get there at some point. And, like, if you think, oh, I'm running out of time, it's okay to think that. But, like, most actors, you know, that they, they, don't, they don't really – like, usually they don't, they don't get to their places, like, as far as, like, their peak until, like, they're in their 30s or 40s. So like if you're worried right now, you got time. It's fine. It's okay, dude. I mean like <laughs> it's it's all it's 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 all in your head. Mm-hmm. You uh, directors are looking for a specific thing, but you can always change their mind and basically say in your head, "Hey, I'm what you're looking for." And obviously you have to prove it, but thinking it in your head, that is definitely the first step. So when you go out there and you audition or you throw yourself out there, you put your name out there, make that the first thing that you do. Look in the mirror and say, I'm what you want. You can have me. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to adopt that. I want to make business cards that say Christian Metter. This is what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. that's what i tell myself sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you there yeah you should be ashamed of yourself never speak to me (laughs) ever again this podcast is over goodbye i'm so sorry just kidding i'm just kidding i just i just said that's what i do every day that's what i tell myself every day um so you what are you do you're i know i keep saying it but i'm telling you the truth richie you're just doing everything you're doing the most (laughs) So what do you do to unwind? Like, I know that's a stupid question. No, it's, 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 it's a, it's a fair, it's a fair question. It's a fair thing to ask. It's a fair thing. You know what? Don't ask me that. Just kidding. Um, uh, (laughs) You know, I really like, I just, I'm a people person. I just like hanging out with my friends, regardless of whatever it is. Like I, I, one of the things that I like more than anything is conversation. And when I want to work with somebody, sure, I want to look at like, oh, are they talented? Do they have their shit together? Let's look at that. But I also want to look at, you know, can I talk to them? Are they easy to talk to? Are they just cool people? Are they just, you know, like open to just like being friends? Because that's – that's what I like. I just like talking. People are interesting, dude. Like, I just like talking to people. They, people are weird. People are freaking crazy. But that's what's so funny. That's what's so interesting about people, you know? And so, yeah, I like talking to my friends. I like talking to my family and stuff. Um, I can read. I, I Reading is cool, I guess. I read scripts. 
uh, as far as books, I haven't, I haven't read like a legitimate book in a while, a hot minute, unless if it's like school text. But I mean, I, I, I am a big script reader. Um, I, let's see, I play video games. Um, what's it called? Uh, Spider-Man PS4. I am hooked on that game. Mostly because the side missions are kicking my butt right now, and I really need to beat them. But like, it's taking me a long time. It's it's very frustrating. I I, I became, I was I was very late to the bandwagon train because I I I got the Spider Man game. I think like, literally over the summer, so I've only had it for like three or four months. But right now, that is like the game that I play much. I, I also play Among Us with my friends. I think Christian's played it mm-hmm. with me too. She's honestly. She's honestly really terrible. I just I I I I hate Christian. I hate Christian so much. <laughs> but, I, mean, I also I don't. I've heard a lot of bad stuff about Christian. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of sus, honestly. <laughs> but, um, what'd you say? What'd you say? No, what were you saying, sir? I uh, thank you, uh, Miss. <laughs> I let's see. I mean, I I I I wind down these and all that stuff, but like at the same time, usually if I hang out with my friends, if I hang out with them for too long, we'll start talking about like projects and stuff. But that's not bad, like because what we do is what we love, and I just think I think mm-hmm. it's so ironic because you asked me like, oh, what do you do in your free time? Sometimes in my free time, I start talking to my friends and we just start slipping back into work and it kind of just turns into like, okay, well, let's like, see you later. Well, let's just go mm-hmm. write this script. And then we just turn into like just machines and we start writing stuff again. That's just, that's just what happens sometimes. This is what it turns into. But do I hate it? No, I don't. I talk to my friend Aaron. We literally talk like five hours sometimes on the phone because <laughs> <laughs> because we have this idea for a project and I'll just be like, how are you doing? It's good. Life is good. And we start talking about life. And then we're like, you know, that reminds me of a good idea for a script. And then we just start, we just start talking about that. And then we have this idea and that's, that's it. We just start talking because we're people. We start talking about people. People are cool. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like writing scripts. I like writing ideas when it's about, characters you know like not a plot heavy script i want a character like story motivated or pushed forward by the characters it's about the people Mm. because that's what that's what that's what the actors are focused on that's what the actors like you know like I, i i don't know you can make a big blockbuster big production with producers and directors and writers and renovators but if you don't find a way to motivate the actors then something's going to be missing so why not make a story why not make a show why not make something where it's like heavily involved in the actors like the office the office is a character heavy show like uh the good place or um i don't i, I don't know why i'm bringing this movie up but it's a very it's a very underrated movie I don't know why it was not advertised or talked about very much, but the movie is called Peanut Butter Falcon. It has Shia LaBeouf in it. And um, I think this kid's name is Zach Bran- Brannigan, something like that. I don't know. It's a fantastic movie. Very underrated. 
But I, I yeah, no. Uh, you asked me about my free time, and I'm telling you right now. Sometimes I have free time hey. where I hang out with my friends, and then other times, you know, it kind of just it kind of just slips into oblivion, and I just start talking about work. <laughs> but I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. I, in fact, I kind of like it. You know, I can never, I can never unwind for too long. The longest I've ever yeah. unwinded is maybe a week, and then afterwards, I'm like, well. What like what I, I my mind starts working again. I'm just like, well, I gotta, mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta, yeah, I gotta get up and go. I gotta go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And this is that's how my mind works. Now, I mean, I, I don't, I don't. If if somebody doesn't want to do that, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. That's just how mine. That's just how my mind works. You know, you 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 need a break sometimes. You know, and I recommend for all those people that you know like work themselves on end yes have a break it is okay to feel tired because you're a human everyone can feel tired sometimes but just remember that in this art this competitive world you know it's very competitive just remember that when you're done with your little break you gotta go back because it is inevitable i mean like going back is 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 putting all of yourself back in, if not even more. That doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. What were you gonna say? Uh, no, I was. Well, I was agreeing with you. I think whenever, in especially with artists, I think our brains don't rest that often. <laughs> Mine doesn't. Mine almost never rests, honestly. Even when I'm on my break, I'm thinking of something at the same time. Yeah. I'm burning well, through the sky. 200 <laughs> degrees. That's why they call me Mr. Ferret. Hi. I'm traveling thank at the speed of Thank you, everyone. Richie Hidalgo, songwriter. Yeah. All right. Woo. <laughs> Before we get to our plugs, because I'm going to give you time to plug, obviously. Got to plug. But before we plug, I have stupid question of the day. Are you ready, okay. Richie? Okay. Okay. Richie, my yes. stupid question is okay. if you had to describe your entire life up to this point as a type of sandwich, what would it be and why? You can go into as much as wow. It's kind of deep, right? <laughs> I love that question. Okay. Let me think. Um so the first, the first words that I describe the sandwich definitely bittersweet, I would say, mm. um, or maybe 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 like spicy, spicy and like what's a different? I don't like okay. Let me think of what I want. So I this this would be on wheat bread because I've been okay. I, I've been I've been I've always had like a healthy mindset, even though that sometimes I, I go off the deep end sometimes, which speaking off the deep end, I would have probably barbecue chicken as like the oh. main type of like uh, meat on there because that is going off the deep end, but you gotta go all out. You gotta go all out in life. And so the barbecue chicken represents that. Now it's type of sauce. Probably, okay, so mayonnaise would be the good stuff. That would be all the good stuff that's happened in life. With pepper jack cheese, 
Definitely. And then I think the bad would be like hot sauce. Now, would that taste good together? I don't know. But let's say that bad would be hot sauce because, you know, with all the good, you know, sometimes, you know, there comes bad stuff. But, you know, that's that's just how life is. You know, you're going to think, oh, this is so awesome. But, like, why the hell isn't this working? And that's okay because, like, you know, I mean, the, that's just you – know, you can't get everything all at once. What are you, some sort of selfish asshole or something? And then let's see. What else? Uh, oh, pickles. Don't forget pickles, you know, just because pickles. Why not? And the lettuce represents – oh, okay. Oh, the pick <laughs> – that was a joke. So I guess – the pickles represents the comedy in my life. <laughs> whether it's whether it's comedy as looking at it as like this part of my life really sucked and it's funny to laugh at, or <laughs> there's parts of my life where it's like, okay, that was pretty funny. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just like genuinely a funny part of my life and having or moments. And I guess uh, let's see what else. Spinach would represent. The things that, like, not the bad, not the boring things, but, like, the things that happen where it's, like, very simplistic. But at the same time, those are the things that you remember the most because those are the things that are special and really make you think, like, who your best friends are, who your family are. The moments where you don't even have to say anything. You just do something with them. Like, you drive in the car. And you don't say a single word, but you really enjoyed that time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you're playing music, not super loud, just mildly. And you're driving around with this person and you had a good time. And you, and you, you even let them know afterwards, hey, man, I had a really good time. And you know for a fact that you hardly said anything, but you did enjoy the time because you like spending time with that person. That's moments like that where you don't even have to say anything and you – you, you love hanging out with that person. That's th Those are spinach moments because that's like the, the I, I don't know how to say it, but I think it's spinach, okay? Just bear with me. And <laughs> let's see. This is a really what, strange sandwich. What, what, what would, uh, I guess, relationship or love moments, maybe not like with a partner, but necessarily with just like love with love of anyone, would be tomatoes because tomato is mm -hmm. half a heart. So yeah, tomatoes and I think that's it. I mean, <laughs> you really, oh, and, and I think that's the most ironic part. It's like, you think in life, is that it? And you really don't know. Yeah, that is it. But isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? Yeah. You selfish asshole. <laughs> so. Yeah, anyways, that'll, that, enough. that'll be $15. <laughs> and then you're like, $15 for my life? I think, I think that you should go to a Subway and explain that to them as they're making your sandwich. Like, can I have a little bit of memories that you really have to say that are really good because you don't really have to say anything and you appreciate the time that you spent with that person? Can I have a little bit of that? And the guy's like, you, you're gonna have to charge me extra for that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Richie, 
I think it's come to the time where you need to tell the audience all of your plugs, your socials, your Spotify, everything. Yeah. Okay, let me. Okay, so my Instagram, my Instagram is Richie underscore just underscore Richie. I made that a long time ago because I I was my past Instagrams were extremely cringy, and my especially <laughs> the names. And my friends were like, why is it called that? And so finally I made a new account. And I was just like, it's just Richie. It's just Richie. So I just made that. That's why That's why it's called that. But it's Richie underscore just underscore Richie. Um, <laughs> I have yeah, none of us. We have an Instagram. We're trying to get a Twitter back up. But for now, I'll just say that our Instagram is none of us, none of us, N-O-N-A-V-O-S underscore official. And it's all lowercase. We post pretty much weekly, you know, uh, we're pretty active. And honestly, if you want to DM us, talk about anything, projects, collab, or you just want to talk to us, we'll probably respond back. So yeah, we're totally open with that. My SoundCloud is simply just Richie Hidalgo. Uh, my album, Aurora, um, an unexpected tangent of political issues is out now for free. There's no charge or anything. Uh, I don't get any money either. However, I did put my, my, uh, what's it called? The not PayPal Venmo. I put my Venmo on there. So if you want to, you know, you know, <laughs> give me an extra couple of bucks, you know, you know, it wouldn't hurt to do that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, of course you don't have to do that. 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 But, um, yeah, our YouTube is none of us. N-O-N-A-B-O-S. Yeah, I already said that. But, uh, yeah, no, guys. You got, and our, by the way, I, I will close by saying our motto for um, our slogan for none of us is you're a somebody because none of us in Russian is, uh, is a term that we switched around because avos is the actual word. Avos means going out there and expecting things to happen. And, um, expecting success and having um blind faith and half-assing it none of us we put an n-o-n is like an opposite term so it means that we're going full out we're ex we're we're not expecting a specific outcome but we're trying our best and we don't have blind faith because we know exactly what we're doing so to that, I say, everyone that's listening, you're a somebody. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some <laughs> motivational shit for you guys. Richie, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, shut up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun. And um, I, I really enjoyed this one. I think that the audience will enjoy this yeah, one. I, I hope you guys do, you know? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, guys, I'm going to remind you of my Instagram. If you want to follow Liberal Arts Loser on Instagram, you can do that so you're notified. If you put on post notifications, I release um, posts anytime something's going to be posted, so you'll know about that. And you can also follow my personal Instagram, which is Christian under under underscore. Is that what it's called? Why did I just forget what that was called? It's Christian underscore r underscore meter m-e-a-d-o-r so follow if you would like to 
And that's all for this week, guys. I hope that you had fun listening. I had fun talking. And I'll see you guys all, hear you guys all next week. You'll hear me next week. <laughs>